Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app, 508 here on this Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. You can call or text 570-883-0098. Almost forgot the number there, Jake. Um, and get involved with the conversation. Speaking of that, let's speak to my good friend Angelo from Madisonville. Angelo, how are you, my friend? Good, good. How you doing, buddy? All I'll right. tell you, your show was good there from Maryland. I, I enjoyed it. I appreciate I, it. Uh, yeah, okay. Now I just want to tell you it's uh, 52 degrees, partly cloudy, light rain here in Madisonville. And according to uh, the weatherman, it's supposed to get down to 28 in the, in the city. Well, that means up here in Madisonville, it'll get down to 20. Yeah. So, yeah, so what I did while I was listening to you, I got the snow shovel out again, and uh, I sprayed it with silicone spray. So I'm ready to go if we get some snow. Because uh, if it rains down there and it's 28, you know we're getting a little snow up here. I'll tell you what, I mean, uh, it's, it's like a different world up here, Rob. And it's, uh, you know, you had relatives here. And uh, I'll tell you something right now. I'm getting on another subject. I, you know, it's bad enough that our current president has to lie. And I, and I do feel sorry for him because he's, you know, he's elderly. But now the two doctors that examine him today, I don't know. They, they, they're lying now too. Because there's no way anybody that could see and hear uh, there's no way that we're going to accept their their uh, diagnosis and their and their uh, outcome of their uh, of his, you know, his, his examination. The guy is he's slipping. He's slipping mentally, physically, and they're saying that he's ready to go. He, there's nothing wrong with him. People are worried because of the election coming up. Well, if people were smart, they they wouldn't vote for him. Let him let him retire now. Let them, let them, you know, like they, they retired secretariat and affirmed, you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's now, it, now it's time to, to, to retire President Biden, man. I, I don't know. You know, it's, it's so, it's so obvious that, you know, if I could see it, uh, you imagine the doctors, like uh, any doctor is going to say what they, what the government tells them to say. Now, you did know, did they actually do a cognitive test? Uh, the last I heard, they weren't. It was just a medical test, and uh, the press secretary said something about, "Well, she's not a doctor, and we don't believe we need a cognitive test or something like that." So I don't know if they even did one. Yeah, well, it's I heard two. I heard two reports. One that you just t- said, and then I heard that they actually did. But uh, you know, like uh, as I, I tell you what I said it the last time. I don't believe it, uh, anything I hear, and I, I hardly believe most of what I see. You know what I mean? So I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out, you know, sooner or later when uh, he's in there anymore. You know what I, I mean? mean? Anyone who watches him speech sees he, he's just not the same person he was. He's just not there. Uh, he, he uh, And even if he, he does have his wherewithals and they're slowed down, you should, still should be the commander-in-chief in charge of our military if that's the case. So... Yeah, I don't know, man. I'll tell you what, this uh, I just pray every day for this world and, and for the people all through the world. You know, all there is is uh, war and destruction. It's 2024. I can't believe that there's another country invading another country. Uh, what the heck is going on? 
they took religion out of out of the schools, out of government. You know, like they got to get God back into the into the mix here. It's a shame. It's it's just a. I never seen nothing like it. I mean, I'm young. I'm only 69 years young. But, I mean, I did see a few things. You know what I mean? And and that's why I talk about all the time. Listen, if you're a parent in this day, especially in this day and age, bring that family, bring that religion back to your household. Bring it to your children. Talk to them about it as much as you can. And I don't care what your religion is, and I don't care, you know, how you talk about it. Just find something to, 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 to speak to your children about. Um, teaching the basic fundamentals that religious teaches, regardless of what that religion is. Uh, speak to your family all the time. Speak to your children all the time about staying together in relationships. You know, being married for how many years. You know, the the benefits of that. The fact that uh, you, you know, moving forward and finding something you love and having children, and, and you know, not falling into the trap of social media and know your own. Know your own beliefs and and read about why you believe those things, uh, and that's why I, I suggest anyone anything I talk about. Look at it from all different sides and get your own opinion, so you could speak um, eloquently to your kids. So you could teach them to verbally defend themselves when they are tempted to be indoctrinated by someone in their schools or a teacher or at a university or anything like that, where you can hold your own and say, well, no, I don't believe that, and this is why. And you might believe your way, and we'll agree to disagree, and we'll leave it at that. Uh, But we've seen that the other side sometimes doesn't have the wherewithal to do that. We get it here with calls. Some of the calls I take here get like that. Um, Because if you're not thinking like them, then, then you must be a conspiracy theorist. You must be bad. You must be wrong. No, we just think differently. That's right. That's right. Exactly right. I'll tell you something right now. You know, I, I look like a biker from hell with the long hair and the beard. And, and that's, uh, you know, the thing is, there you got to make a joyful shout to the Lord out there. And, and you know, I'm not going to go around preaching and, and, and reading, you know, uh, the Bible in front of people. I'm You know, I'm not God. I'm not a priest and I'm not a preacher. But if somebody asks me a question... I hope I hope they really want to know the answer because I'll tell you what I'll give them the answer. You know, some people, if I want their opinion, I'll give it to them. That you just have to because they're out there. You know, and I mean, Rob, it's a shame. I yeah. was at the I was at the coffee shop today at K's. I'll be playing there Saturday night uh, open mic. I was up there today, right? You know, I had to pick up my granddaughter. Me and my wife were there had a coffee. And and then you got these kids coming in, and then other people, and I'm sitting in the in the table area, and there's tables around me, and and some of the conversations I, I had to bite my tongue, I wore out two two straws because I was ready to interject what 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 some of that conversation was going on, and and it's a shame how some people think. They, they, I, the, the, the table next to us were atheists, I think. Listen, I, I, I can tell you right now, they were probably from Big Bass Lake or Eagle Lake there, <laughs> moving in on a territory. And nothing like the desserts at K's, by the way. Oh, hey, let me tell you something, buddy. <laughs> yes, sir. That even the, even the food is good. You know what I mean? I can't wait to play there Saturday night from 6 to 8. I, I, I can't wait. I'll tell you something right now. That... Um, uh, the the last time I played there, I had like sixty some people that came, but oh, I'm having good. people. Oh yeah, it's I enjoy it. You know what I mean? I'm just a long haired country boy that believes in God, and and if they don't like me, 
don't listen, uh, you know, and if they don't want the right answer or the, you know, don't ask me no questions because I ain't going to lie to you. That's just the way it is, buddy. Yeah, I, I, listen, I rarely talk about religion here on the air. I bring it up, you know, maybe in a cursive way, you know, on, on the outskirts. But listen, my Bible that I keep next to my bed has more post-its in it than it does pages. Uh, that's how I keep track of everything that I read and interpret different, take notes on it and look at things that I highlight things. But it's got more post-its in my Bible than pages. That's how much I dig into it. But yeah, it is well, what it is. It, that's good. It's uh you know, I'm I'm not embarrassed. I, I'm not embarrassed about my faith. I mean, you know, like I don't care who knows it or who don't. Like uh, some people, they, they're still shocked that that uh, uh, how I am. And, you know, uh, you know, oh, hey, geez, where have you been? I haven't seen you. You don't drink. You don't do this. You don't do that. I says, well, guess what? Some sometimes people, they have to grow up. And and I quit drinking a long time ago. They say, well, why? And then I tell them, right? I, you heard this before. Well, I'm allergic to alcohol. Every time I drank it, I broke out in handcuffs. And then they <laughs> laugh, and and then then everything is cool. But you know, I'm I'm not going to preach no more today. I just can't help it. I it just amazes me. Uh, someday, someday, all these questions that these people have. They're going to get an answer. They might not like the answer, but everybody, you, me, Jake, and everybody else that, that lives on this planet, our questions, all the questions we have are going to be answered. And and I can't wait. I, I don't got any questions because I already know the answers. You know, it's uh, that's the way I feel. Well, it sounds I'm, good, my friend. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. That no, I got no, off. not at all. Not at all. Conversation is good. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, buddy. I enjoy your show, and uh, I like I like uh, WILK, and I've been listening to it for years. And people, people, you know, instead of texting, you know, that's good. You could text if you're shy. See, I'm shy, but I still call in, right? And uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, <laughs> like if you, if you you can't call in because you're shy, text, but. You know, call in and, and give an opinion and talk and, and uh, you know, disagree if you want to. But call in, you know, like sometimes the best thing to do is to call in and talk about things. People enjoy your show. They, they All the shows they enjoy. And our friend Nikki, they they love her show too, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, th- that's the way it is. Call in, get, get involved with the station because that's a good station. Turn the radio on. You're outside working. Bring the radio out and turn that radio up to uh, 103.1. Maybe you'll learn something. There you uh, go. How about that? There you go. <laughs> you want me to do a commercial? Let me know, buddy. I got I got it all for you. <laughs> That's it. Nikki heard you, so she she came in to, yeah, get, she, to, to hear her praise. No, I came in because <laughs> I thought Angela was just being nice because he thought it was time for traffic. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I guess what? There's no traffic on this road. That's unreal. You know, usually there's so much traffic you can't go walk across the street and get the mail. But it's pretty cool today. Well, don't get on 81 southbound by Dixon City. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I don't. I don't have to go downtown for that. You know. Yeah, it's good to hear your voice, Nick. I heard it all day, but it's good to hear. <laughs> well, it's good to hear from you too, Angela. I, I could just leave now, right? I go home. Yeah. Nick, you can take the rest of the forty minutes. What the heck? <laughs> 
Might as well. <laughs> and right, we'll continue traffic into the 9 o'clock hour tonight because 81 might be jammed up that long. Yeah, we got traffic and weather, Angelo. I appreciate your call today. Okay, yep, take care, guys. Thank take you, care. my friend. Bye-bye. Bye. It's uh, five, almost 521, time for traffic and weather. This is a real weird jam on 81 southbound. Uh, now, they say that there's construction by Dixon City. Has anybody texted about oh, you this? you said jam. I thought maybe somebody pulled over, like started to set up a band on top of a tractor <laughs> trailer or something, uh, like like you two, you two did on the and roof of the oh, building doing one a nice day. jam? Yeah. Yeah, just jam out on the highway. That would make it more pleasant, I am sure, but... it. It said an accident. It said road construction. Like, okay, who's doing road construction in pouring down rain and thunderstorms? I don't know. And then we got other incident reported. So I don't know if it was an accident for certain or if there was an accident. They cleaned their up, uh, cleaned that up, but then there's this other stuff going on. But 81 southbound between the Dixon City exits from your um, business route 6 and your main avenue, that is a disaster. Barely moving at all, if moving. And we also have some slowing from Avoca all the way through Scranton. You can expect to dip close to 30 miles per hour. So I guess in other words, just stay home. Don't get on 81. Is the WILK helicopter coming to pick us up? Maybe. I'm going to drive home the same way I did last night because I don't like driving in the rain with, you know, people. <laughs> It's live from the WILK helicopter. It's There's traffic too, outside. It's too early. <laughs> you never knew I could do sound effects, did you? You're good at that. You know, the Dietrich Theater does um, the radio players thing on occasion where they act like they do a, a play, but it's like the old-fashioned way with the sound effects. Yeah. You should sign up for that. No, you know what I'm going to do? You ever watch Mystery Science Theater 3000? where you had the robots in the front row of the movie theater and they watched an old movie and just made fun of it. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do every press conference Joe Biden does, or just politics in general, and I'm going to have my silhouette in the front and just make fun of it. <laughs> Mystery Science Theater 3000, wasn't that it? Mystery Science I think it was Mystery Science Theater. It's something Theater. like that. It was definitely Mystery it. Science Theater, but I think it was 3000. Can I join you in the front row there? Just Sure. <laughs> yeah, they had... Three robots or two robots, and all they did was make fun of like this old movie, black and white movie, or these old movies, and they made fun of it. And it was it was hilarious. And we it could was do great. that with press conferences. Yes, easy. Yes. yes. Okay, I'm I'm signing up. All right. Th- next time we go live to some kind of thing that we're told we have to go live to, I'm doing that. I'm just Jake. Keep me in the background, <laughs> and I'm just going to mock the entire thing. You should do You guys that. will absolutely love it, I promise. <laughs> That'll be the best. All right. Um, what did he just say? Can I wrap up my traffic? I guess. There's nothing else really to say. It's 81 is where your biggest problems are. Maybe on Northern Boulevard and Clark Summit, Shady Lane. Stay away from 81, maybe. Yeah. Stay maybe away. not. There we I go. don't know. With your Pendela Data Internet Traffic Update from the WILK Traffic Central, I'm Nikki Stone. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, cloudy and turning sharply colder with a chance of snowflakes, low 28. Thursday, partly sunny, breezy, and chilly, high around 40. Friday, sun, uh, warmer in the afternoon, close to the 50s. A Saturday, um, showers, mid-40s again. It's currently 57 degrees. It says cloudy. I don't know again because I don't know. Sorry, I'm being honest. It's 524. It's Rob O'Donnell here live from the WLK 
Chopper, we're above the White House waiting for Joe Biden to give us an update on his physical today. Uh, he's wandering around the Rose Garden. Um, uh, he's falling into the Rose Garden. Um, he's getting up again. Um, what is he doing? No, you, you, Mr. President, you can't do that against the tree. There's, there's press here. You're on film. Um, he's wandering around again. Um, he's looking for the swimming pool. Uh, there's no swimming pool in the Rose Garden. Uh, get to the chopper. <laughs> well, that's it for today. Uh, had to do a little bit out of it. But in all seriousness, um, the Pentagon did an in-depth review on what the breakdown was between the Secretary of Defense, his staff, and the White House when he was hospitalized surrounding his hospitalization. And the Pentagon report that did an in-depth review of what happened and what broke down said um, no one's responsible. It says no one's to blame. It says there was a lack of policy that they could follow. You'd think if the Secretary of Defense was incapacitated and you couldn't find him, you might say, hey, somebody want to find the SecDef? If not, maybe I'm in charge if I'm the assistant SecDef. And since I really don't have the full authority of the SecDef, maybe we should notify the White House. I, I know we don't have a policy. Hang on. Hang on. Let, me, let me see the paper Paper here. No, I, I looked the check the policy book. Get the... Uh, Policies and procedures for the Secretary of Defense for the United States military. Uh, no, I'm, but their report said no one's responsible. No one's to blame. Everything's fine here. And we're going to write new policies now because we've now, only now, discovered this era. We've been through what? Two world wars, a bunch of others. And uh, the Secretary of Defense, the Pentagon, is just figuring out that maybe there should be a chain of command. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> I bet you some private or corporal or you know, petty officer, I bet you they all know the chain of command and who should be above them or below them and who they should notify if someone's missing. But the Pentagon did an in-depth report themselves, about themselves, saying uh, no one's to blame. So... Remember we were talking about extreme ownership earlier? Maybe they should read that book, too. And it's funny how a military member is the one who wrote that book. Commander Jocko Willock of the SEAL teams. Jocko, as he's well known for. Figures, though, and that's why nothing gets better. Because no one strives to be better. It's uh, 532 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. It says no one's to blame. It says there was a lack of policy that they could follow. You'd think if the Secretary of Defense was incapacitated and you couldn't find him, you might say, hey, somebody want to find the SecDef? If not, maybe I'm in charge if I'm the assistant SecDef. And since I really don't have the full authority of the SecDef, maybe we should notify the White House. I, I know we don't have a policy. Hang on. Hang on. Let me let me see the paper paper here. No, I, I looked the check the policy book. Get the uh, policies and procedures for the Secretary of Defense for the United States military. Uh, no, I'm, but their report said no one's responsible. No one's to blame. Everything's fine here. And we're going to write new policies now because we've now, only now, discovered this error. 
We've been through, what, two world wars, a bunch of others. And uh, the Secretary of Defense, the Pentagon, is just figuring out that maybe there should be a chain of command. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> I bet you some private or corporal or you know, petty officer, I bet you they all know the chain of command and who should be above them or below them and who they should notify if someone's missing. But the Pentagon did an in-depth report themselves about themselves, saying uh, no one's to blame. So remember we were talking about extreme ownership earlier? Maybe they should read that book too. And it's funny how a military member is the one who wrote that book, Commander Jocko Willick of the SEAL teams. Jocko, as he's well known for. Figures, though, and that's why nothing gets better, because no one strives to be better. It's uh, 5.32 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 56 degrees with some light rain at 5.36. Well, we had the Michigan primary yesterday, and there's some takes from it. And um, there's good and bad on both of them. If you look at the Republican, the GOP there, Donald Trump had more votes than he did um during the last primary in Michigan, he got 755, almost 756,000 votes. Now, Nikki Haley did get 26.5% of the vote, almost 300,000. Uh, that's something to look at because how many of those 300,000 will move to Donald Trump when Nikki Haley's no longer here? How many will just say, I'm not voting for him no matter what? I'm staying home. I'm done. And there's almost 60,000 for other candidates. But to compare that, Donald Trump did get more than 100,000 more votes than Joe Biden did. And Joe Biden, got who got 81.1% of the vote, don't get you wrong there, but 617,728 compared to Donald Trump's 755,909. The thing that you get there is that uncommitted, that Representative Rashida Tlaib got behind in Michigan— got 10 times what they expected to get. They were expecting 10,000 votes to vote uncommitted. 101,000, actually 100,960, 13.3% voted uncommitted. Now, again, was that just to send a message during the primary? And will they lockstep within Joe Biden, if Joe Biden is makes it till then, um, come the general election? Either way... Joe Biden is doing worse in Michigan than he did in 2020. And Donald Trump's doing better than he did in 2020 in Michigan, which sends a a mixed message. But we'll see what happens uh, as we move there. But those are the those are the numbers there as far as that's going. And, and that's the way it's being looked at. Um We don't expect Nikki Haley. I mean, it, she, she's saying she's staying in it. Uh, so we have, what, Super Tuesday next week? I can't see her having much reason to stay after that. But we'll see. And um, this, like I said, the big, biggest story coming out of here, and again, that's, that's a larger chunk than you want, almost 300,000. Even though you could say Donald Trump handily beated Nikki Haley 68.2% to 26.5%, 
300,000 votes is a lot of votes. And unless a good majority of them are going over to Donald Trump and not just staying home, um, it's going to be interesting. And like I said, just on my poll, there were 10% said they were not voting and they would stay home if Donald Trump was the GOP nominee. So if you have 10% of this, 30,000, yeah, you might be able to deal with that uh, because then you're picking up over a million when the rest gets there. Uh, Joe Biden, though, uh, maybe a little different. How many here stay uncommitted? How many just say, you know, I'm going to hold, I'm, I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden. They have a very passionate community up there as far as um, being pro-Palestinian, anti-war, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, there is a big Arab community up there. Does Joe Biden pay the price for that in Michigan, which is a battleground state? And like I said, he's doing a lot worse. And for this uncommitted to get 10 times what they were expecting sends a big message up there. So does that send Joe Biden to start swinging the other way as far as becoming more pro-Palestinian and anti-support of Israel? That's going to cost him in other areas then. So I don't see him doing that. But those are the numbers out there. And again, next week we'll have the Super Tuesday to talk about, I guess, and figure out uh, where we go from here. It's uh, 540 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather again. Do you need a helicopter? <laughs> no, I'm good. No, you're I'm good. good. And this Pentella Data Internet Traffic Update is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Good poops. <laughs> the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered straight to your door. Uh, 80, or not, yeah, 81 is still jammed up in the uh, Dixon City area. So I I have no idea exactly what is going on. There's They're reporting construction in the road, but it is pouring down rain. So I don't know if there's something else. Is there water pooling in the road? And that has caused some issues. Um, that might be pro- part of the issue. We have some slowing 81 northbound from Music to Scranton, and then emergency crews are reported on the scene somewhere between East Elm Street and Maple Street on Pittston Avenue in Scranton. Uh, near the Pittston Cemetery, it is jammed up between Cherry Street and River Street. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. From the WILK Traffic Center, Nikki Stone with your Penteladata Internet Traffic Update. Thank you, Nikki. Here's mm-hmm. the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, cloudy and turning sharply colder with a chance of snowflakes. Low 28. If it's getting down that low, watch for the freezing rain, freezing ice as you're driving around if you're out later tonight. Thursday, partly sunny and breezy and chilly, high around 40. Friday, sun in the afternoon, warmer, close to 50. Saturday, showers again, but mid-40s. It's currently 56 degrees with some rain outside at 542, your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. I have to say that, but I figure if you're listening at this point, you know where to find us, right? 56 degrees. It is raining outside. It is pooling up at places. When I was coming down to work, there was some runoff between the two Dixon City exits on um, 81 South before the, the Business 6 exit and the Main Street exit for Dixon City. There was some heavy runoff coming across from the medium across to the right shoulder and even made my truck uh, get a little wiggly with uh, some hydroplaning. And, you know, I got good tires. I have an F-150. 
Uh, it did make it squirrely. So um, if anyone in PennDOT's listening, maybe you should take a look at that. I don't know where. It wasn't really raining heavy, but there was some heavy runoff coming from somewhere. And uh, it, it, was, uh, it did make the road uh, unsafe as far as I'm concerned. Let me tell you about, about BudgetBlinds.com before I get started. You need to check out the local Budget Blinds. Tom and Rick, owners of our local Budget Blinds locations covering all of Northeast Pennsylvania. You go to BudgetBlinds.com, you're going to put in your zip code. You will get in touch with either Tom or Rick, regardless of where you live in our Northeast Pennsylvania area. They cover the entire area, so you're going to get one of them. 90% more options than your big box stores, the leader in custom window treatments. They're proud to offer the best warranty program in the industry, including... There are no questions asked guarantee, which means you're going to save money. 30 years of style and expert service, blind shades, shutters, or drapes. They were at my house this morning in just over an hour. They had all my blinds installed. They had the remotes all set up. Um, unbelievable change to the, the aesthetics of the rooms. I, I can't believe it. If you follow me on social media, Facebook, Rob O'Donnell on Facebook, you saw the pictures, the before and after pictures. I love them so far, and again, they were just there. I only had a you know a couple of, an hour or two to play with them before I had to come to the studio. Um, I'm sure my wife's home right now. Lisa, Miss Lisa's at home, going up and down with the shades, and you doing them all different ones. And they're you the UV protection rays, the 70 cent, 97 percent block of UV rays. They're only 13% transparent, so even when the shades are down, I could see my view. If you've ever seen the view from the back of my house, it's really Really one of the reasons I bought the house there. and uh, But you can't see in, so it's great. And I have the room darkening shades to where my den and office is, to where I do a lot of my studio work when, I'm, when I do TV hits and such like that. And our dining room, same as the family room, where you'll be able to see the view outside. You'll be able to see outside, but you can't see in. Love it. Check out BudgetBlinds.com again. Tom and Rick, they're unbelievable. Won't let you down. It's... um. Interesting that we had Biden just the other day. Remember when he was eating his ice cream comb? Uh, Jake Jake made some comments there about him him holding his ice cream comb as a microphone. All right, Jake, you, you pointed that right out and says, yeah. uh, "Who is he talking to? Like, um, <laughs> you know, Tutti Frutti or you know, the chocolate chip mint or who?" Well, that's who, what we're ending the show with. Who did he think he was talking to? <laughs> so, um, yeah, he was talking into his ice cream comb like a microphone, talking about that a deal is they're close to a deal. He doesn't want to speak too. Clearly, but they were close to a deal with a ceasefire and hostages and such. But uh, right after saying that, both Israel and Hamas indicate that no deal is imminent after he said that. And, uh, you know, the, the holiday for Muslims of Ramadan is coming, and it's a month long. And I was listening to, to Ben Shapiro yesterday on my way home after my show, and, and he said, why do the Israelis need to— Honor Ramadan for the Muslim community when all they did was attack us on our holiday. If you remember, the October 7th attack happened on a holiday, a Jewish holiday. Um, the Yom Kippur War happened on a holiday. That's when they attack Israel often. But Joe Biden, in his infinite wisdom, seems to try to tie this to, hey, let's take this holiday to make something momentous of it and do something um, yeah, when the hostages are returned, maybe we could do something. When we hunt down all the Hamas leaders, and by we, I mean Israel, supported by us, hunt down all the Hamas uh, leaders, and from what I understand, they are close to getting the leader of Hamas. He's in those tunnels, supposedly, in the Rafah area, and they're, they're on his tail. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. But hopefully a deal can be made because there are hostages. There are still American hostages, by, by the way. You don't hear that being talked about much. 
Um, how about we tie any humanitarian aid to Palestinians, which is in every budget deal that we've seen in the billions of dollars range, at least two or three billion I saw. Um, why don't we tie that to you better give us the American hostages back? And any ceasefire tied to you better give all hostages back. Just the, the way I think we're doing this. But you, you have a, a president who's using his tutti-frutti microphone at an ice cream stand. I mean, he's, he's literally standing there eating ice cream, talking about geopolitical crises around the world. It's pretty disgraceful, if you ask me. But he put it out there, and shortly after that, both Hamas and Israel said, yeah, we're not, I don't know what he's talking about. We're kind of not close at all, and there's really far from those things. Some of the things we'll see. I just saw, I just saw this pop up in the New York Post. And um, typical but incredible, and, and simply why you will not see Gavin Newsom, Governor Gavin Newsom of California, as a, a mainstream candidate. Now, they might try and put him, but he's never going to win swing state. I, I don't even think a Gavin Newsom will win Pennsylvania if, if he ran on a national platform. And the headline in the Post is Panera Bread is exempt from California's $20 minimum wage law after owner donated to Gavin Newsom. How how, how do you do that? How how does that even... I mean, if, if that in any way could be proven, and again, it's, it's a report. I'm looking at it now. Governor Gavin Newsom signed a law that exempts Panera Bread from a new $20 an hour minimum wage hike for fast food chains after the billionaire owner and several of the chain's locations donated to his campaign, according to a report. In September, Newsom, a Democrat, signed into law a measure that raises the minimum wage for fast food workers from $16 an hour to $20 an hour. But the Fast Food Accountability and Standards Recovery Act, FAST Act, includes an unusual carve-out that exempts chains that bake bread and sell it as a standalone item, according to Bloomberg News. So this is coming from Bloomberg. And it's kind of unique, right? Any chain that bakes bread and sells it as a standalone item, that's specific to Panera Bread. If you've ever been in a Panera Bread, that... If I just read what chain bakes bread and sells it in a standalone item, fast food chain, uh, you would kind of know it was Panera Bread. Newsom reportedly sought the exemption, which benefits, among others, Greg Flynn, the billionaire CEO of Flynn Restaurant Group, the company that owns some two dozen Panera Bread locations in the state. Flynn, who attended the same high school as Newsom, has been involved in business dealings with the governor, California governor, according to Bloomberg News, he has also contributed to Newsom's political campaign. In 2014, Flynn, who was the largest franchisee in the U.S. with thousands of brands, including Applebee's, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, Wendy's, acquired a Napa Valley resort that was managed by Newsom's hospitality firm, according to disclosure forms. Flynn has a network valued at $1.1 billion, according to Bloomberg Billionaire Index, he has donated at least $200,000 to Newsom's campaign. The Post sought comment from Flynn, Newsom, and Panera Bread. Flynn told Bloomberg News that he played no role in crafting the bread exemption. Newsom told reporters last month that the exemption was part of a sausage-making in politics. 
Unbelievable. And, and these are the same people that say, well, we need to tax the rich. Oh, we need to go after the 1%. We need. They are the 1%. They know what they're doing. He, he, he literally carved out a benefit for his buddy. Now, again, with all the fast food chains this guy owns and runs, uh, it was some of them, but I'm sure Panera Bread is one of the more lucrative ones. I mean, you ever been to Panera Bread? Their prices aren't very cheap. Um, you know, as far as fast food place, and would Panera Bread even be? I guess it is a fast food place, um, fast food chain. If you're going to put Applebee's in there, I guess it is. But I, I would imagine it's more lucrative than Applebee's, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, or Wendy's. So a carve-out just for one of his buddies that he went to high school with, worked alongside with, is a billionaire and gets a benefit. You're a billionaire, but you need a benefit because how can you the, – the minimum wage might hurt your your bottom line. And the rest of America, here's the rhetoric from Gavin Newsom and goes, oh, this, this is a guy we need running our country. No, it's, it's not. It's a guy that shouldn't be running anything. So I'm glad I pulled that article up because it just angered me before I leave you guys. And we don't want to do that, now do we? Um, let me see. What do I have here? Oh, who's the who's the death that I told you about, Jake, that you already knew about? Jake knows everything before I do. Oh, yeah, that was... The uh, comedian. Yeah, that was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. It was... That's escaping me. <laughs> Give me one second. <clears throat> Got to give him one second. Okay. Um, if I owned a restaurant, I would sell a few loaves of bread <laughs> to fall into the exception. Yes. You're going to see Pizza Hut baking loaves of bread in a separate line. That's exactly what I would do. Uh, it's good. Good for them. Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis. That's thank you there, Jake. Richard Lewis uh, passed away today. He was uh, the comedian, well-known comedian. He was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, I saw the uh, it earlier today, and Jake and I discussed it in the, the commercial break, and I meant to bring it up but got sidetracked with uh, everything else. So if you're a fan of Richard Lewis, um, yeah, we lost him today, and it's, it is. He was, a, he was a funny comedian, and uh, I never watched Curb Your Enthusiasm. So And I just got a text message telling us the name. Thank you. Um, it's 5.56 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show to close it out in just a minute. Uh, I'm uh, Joe Biden uh, here on WILK. Where am I? Oh, hang on. Uh, where? Over here? No. It's, uh, it's, uh, hi, I'm, I'm Joe, Joe. Joe, Bi Joe Biden, president. Pre I'm president? Um, somebody, uh, mm, don't know. Um, will, uh, who's this, who, who are you? Rob, Rob, Rob O'Donnell's show, Joe Biden. Um, uh, will you be back? Well, will you be back tomorrow? Uh, th three, what time? Three to six. Um, will I be back tomorrow? Do I have to be anywhere from three to jail? Do I have to be anywhere from three to six tomorrow? Oh, be sure to listen to the Rob O'Donnell show on WIL. Oh, Scranton. I was.
born there. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>